You're listening to The Rundown from Annenberg Media. For Friday, April 19, 2019, I'm Camilla Rios. The sound of the athletes practicing is a part of the USC atmosphere. Stay tuned after the briefing to learn more about Cromwell Field. The finalists for the Wrigley Sustainability Prize gave their final presentations this Tuesday, and a winner was finally picked. The Wrigley Sustainability Prize is given to the group of students who can come up with a uniquely marketable startup that addresses environmental sustainability. The winning group went $7,000 that they can invest into their startup. This year, the winners were Caitlin Michael and Carlos Navera for their company, Carbon Composites. Annenberg Media's ATVN spoke to the pair about the aim of their company. Our project is based on recycling these carbon fiber composite materials. These are great structural materials because they're lightweight and we're making airplanes and cars out of them. Uh, since they're lighter weight, we uh, increase our fuel efficiency, we reduce our CO2 emissions, and it's all, it's all sunshine and rainbows until we need to recycle this material, and we realize that it's a lot tougher because of the, uh, the resin that holds these composites together. Michael and Navarro hope to use the money they have won to continue developing their technology. With every new expansion, USC has received backlash for gentrifying the South Los Angeles community. This week, protesters from the community and students rallied on campus to demand USC help the members of the neighborhood it resides in. Ethan Wilkerson has a story. This past Sunday, protesters from different Los Angeles activist groups pitched tents right outside of campus as a sign of unconformity with USC's lack of accountability to its East Los Angeles neighbors. Distress over rising rents due to luxury student apartments, treatment of community members by DPS officers, and on-campus sexual harassment prompted the protesters to pitch their tents. USC's ATVN spoke to protester Joe Delgado about the concerns that members of the East Los Angeles community share. Be a better neighbor to the community. Be a better neighbor to the folks that live on campus. Think about the impact that this campus and the East Side campus has on the surrounding community. Protesters taped signs to their tents that read USC School of Unfair Practices and referred to their protest site as Tent City. On Tuesday, the protesters warned they would move to Truesdale on the inside of campus if the university did not respond to their request within 48 hours. And after not receiving a response, they kept their promise. By Thursday, protesters could be seen chanting and marching around campus. USC's expansion projects are always met with pushback by community leaders. The university's latest expansion, the University Village, is the university's largest expansion to date. A blog published on the Trojan Family website in 2014 says the University Village will be transformative not only for USC, but also for our neighborhood. In 2014, Senior Vice President for University Relations Thomas Sales said the USC Village would mean growth and retail amenities for neighborhood residents, and that shops and businesses would cater to USC students, faculty, and staff as well as neighborhood residents. Yet this week, protesters believe locals are not benefiting from this expansion like the blog post suggests. USC has yet to issue a response to the protesters. For Annenberg Media, I'm Ethan Wilkerson. Academy Award-winning actor Mahershala Ali visited the Annenberg Media Center as the last guest of the USC Annenberg HBO Diverse Voices series. Ali, 
who completed his master's degree at NYU's Tisch School of the Arts, said he learned how to properly become a vessel for the characters he played as he was finishing his graduate education. His Academy Award for his role in the film Moonlight made him the first Muslim African-American actor to win an Academy Award. Ali spoke to the audience about the unique ways he discovers his characters. I'll never forget one thing, one time I was working, it was 2000, I was right out of school. And so I'm, I'm doing this play and I remember I had on these, these boxing boots, right? So I'd be in rehearsal three, four hours a day with these light boxing boots on. I felt like emotionally I would be more grounded if I had more weight. So I started just, I was like, ah, oh, I'm gonna get some ankle weights. So I went to rehearsal wearing ankle weights. They were looking at me crazy. So I wore ankle weights for like three weeks in rehearsal. Diverse Voices is a year-long series connecting HBO's top talent and producers with Annenberg students and faculty. And now we take a look at what's coming up on campus. USC School of Dramatic Arts production of Rough Magic is opening this weekend at USC's Scene Doc Theater. Roberto Aguirre Acasa's action-adventure fantasy conjures a mythical, magical meta-universe in which evil sorcerer Prospero steps out of the pages of Shakespeare's The Tempest and threatens death and destruction in modern-day Manhattan. To learn more about tickets and showtimes, visit dramaticarts.usc.edu. And now it's time for Trojan Tales. Outside Wallace Annenberg Hall stands Cromwell Field, dedicated to famed USC coach Dean Cromwell. However, not many students who pass by the field or run around the track know about the man it was named after and his dark history. Here's Rania Niftos with today's Trojan Tales. On your mark, get set, go! On your mark, get set, go! On your mark, get set, go! When you think about famous USC coaches, some names that come to mind are Pete Carroll, Jack Del Rio, and Clay Helton. But perhaps the most influential of all of them was track and field coach Dean Cromwell. For decades in the early to mid-20th century, Cromwell was one of the most famous and revered coaches in the country, if not the world. He established a winning culture at USC and numerous All-Americans emerged during his tenure. But Cromwell's past isn't perfect. As an assistant United States track coach at the Berlin Olympics in 1936, Cromwell removed the only two Jewish members on the American track team from competition. Believe it or not, this incident is still the only time in the history of the Olympics that healthy and fit U.S. Olympic team members have not been permitted to compete in the athletic competition for which they have been chosen. Why did Cromwell stop these athletes from competing? A large group, including members of the team at the time, believed that Cromwell did it as an act of anti-Semitism. Cromwell was a member of America First, which was widely speculated of being a Nazi front organization. But it's suspected that he joined at the urging of his boss and head of the U.S. Olympic Committee, Avery Brundage, who was brushing elbows with the Third Reich. Today, however, Cromwell is still regarded as a USC legend. He guided the Trojans to 12 NCAA team national championships and 34 individual NCAA titles. His winning spirit lives on at the Cromwell Field every day as future All-Americans train for a shot at the Olympics. Brandenburg Media, I'm Rania Niftos. That's it for this Friday, April 19, 2019. Tune in next Friday. I'm Camilla Rios.